Cash Flow Guys Podcast, Episode 12. Welcome to the Cash Flow Guys Podcast. Join Tyler and his team as they unlock the secrets to achieving financial independence through wealth building strategies inspired by Robert Kiyosaki and other thought provoking leaders. Learn to build leveraged streams of cash flow that land in your pocket and improve your quality of life. Gain access to cutting-edge ideas that will increase your productivity and streamline your success. Find out how to supercharge your retirement plan so you won't have to retire with a pay cut. You can escape the rat race. Are you ready? It's time to Learn to Earn with Tyler Chef. Welcome to the Cashflow Guys podcast. In this episode, we are going to flat out blow your mind. Yes, I'm sure that most of you, if not all of my listeners, have heard about the nationwide crisis regarding the rising flood insurance rates. Now, for those of you that haven't been paying attention, homeowners who reside in, the, in their home, located in a flood zone, are required to have flood insurance if they have a mortgage on their home. Although, you know, owner-occupants... The subsidized rates do afford some level of discount. However, the remaining cost is usually found to be crippling. Now, for those of you who aren't aware as far as investors, if you own an investment property that's in a flood zone, you're forced to pay unsubsidized rates, which means no help from anybody, for flood insurance, which is crippling to the investor. The problem here is that as investors, a lot of times we have to pass on properties that are located in flood zones because when we factor in the cost of flood of flood insurance if we're going to get a mortgage for the property it becomes a problem and it's a cash flow killer it eats into our profits so a lot of times a lot of investment properties get overlooked this has a negative impact on market value which we'll talk about later in this episode now a few weeks ago i listened to my friend diane daniels uh, she's got a podcast called medicare nation on itunes this is a show you guys should listen to. If you're in my age group, in the, I'm the mid-40s, that type of thing, Diane's show is an incredible resource related to the topic of Medicare and consumer protection for our aging seniors. I listen to her show now, as since I met her over in Tampa recently. I listen to her show because I'm my mom's still alive, and I'm thinking about these things as far as my mom is concerned. During that show, she interviewed Brad Hubbard of National Flood Experts. I got to tell you, after hearing that episode, once I regained my ability to speak, I had to get Brad on our show. Folks, this show, like every other show, is for you. This show is something that you need to, this episode is something that you need to tell everybody to listen to. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Brad Hubbard of National Flood Experts. Brad, tell our listeners a little bit about your background. Thanks a lot, Tyler. Uh, sure, my background is engineering. I did... Uh, Went to the University of Florida and studied civil engineering there. And then when I got out, I worked in the engineering field for about 12 years. Uh, and over that time, sort of grew to hate it. Um, and as I was sort of ending my, my tenure as an engineer, my wife's cousin uh, asked if, uh, you know, if I wanted to try insurance. And at the time, I was like, you know, sure, I'll try anything. And uh, went to work for him for a little bit and found that a lot of insurance agents don't really understand flood insurance. They don't really like doing flood insurance. So I ended up doing a lot of the flood insurance for his agency. And, you know, I started looking at a lot of these policies, 
I'm looking at this home, you know, the mortgage company says that they're required to carry flood insurance on it. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, this home is never going to flood. I'm using, you know, I'm looking at it as an engineer, not as an insurance agent. Right. And, uh, you know, so it really got my mind running on, on this. So I just called up FEMA and I talked to them about it. I said, hey, look, I'm a professional engineer and I'm looking at this house and here's what I think. And they said, we agree with you. What you have to do is this and this and this with your license. You can get that home taken out of the flood zone. Which will know, you know, which will remove the lender requirement for them to carry flood insurance. Or if they want to carry it, they can carry it at the preferred rate as opposed to the standard rate. Wow. So I went off and I, you know, I tried it uh, just one time on that, that first client, and three days later, I had him out of the flood zone, and uh, it, it kind of blew my mind at the time. It was like, well, that was, you know, a pretty simple process. So I, I ended up trying it for about twenty or thirty of my clients at the time, and got every single one of them that I thought could be out out. And, uh, yeah, at, at that point, it was I decided, uh, you know what, this needs to be what I'm doing. This needs to be what I concentrate on. So uh, the rest is history, and I formed National Flood Expert. Awesome, awesome. It, it, three days, I, that, that's that's amazing. I mean, three days, you can get somebody out of the flood zone, and I'm sure it varies case to case. Some cases take longer. Some take, you know, some cases are around there, but that's absolutely amazing. You know, being a yeah, real, it was. Being an agent myself, real estate agent myself, I can't tell you how many times that, that – Clients of mine that buyers have not been able to buy in flood zones because after they factor their mortgage payment, their homeowner's insurance, they cannot afford flood insurance. It's a deal killer. So now we're folk, we're forced to to shop for properties not in flood zones. Same goes for my investor clients. So this is huge. This is absolutely huge. Brad, tell me a little bit about National Flood Experts. I know you, you founded the company, correct? Yes. Okay. And you're an insurance company. No, we are not an insurance company. You're not an insurance company. Okay. So tell Correct. us a little yeah, bit we about do, that. Absolutely. Yeah, we do not do insurance. Uh, what we are is a resource for realtors like yourself, for homeowners, for business owners, people who are required to carry flood insurance as part of their mortgage uh, when, when their properties really don't have that high risk of flooding. Um, so what the company does is we review properties, whether it's residential or commercial, analyze its true risk of flooding. Uh, If we determine that it's got a relatively low risk of flooding or if there are certain changes we can make to the structure to give it a lower risk of flooding or to give it a lower flood premium, uh, that's what we do. We work to to reduce or eliminate flood insurance premiums for properties across the country. Wow. You know, a lot of my clients own homes in flood zones and they've called me to sell them and, and it does have an impact on the property value, which we'll get into a little later in the show, but um, these properties are, are located well inland. They're homes that have been up standing since the 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. They've been around forever. They've never been flooded, no history. They go through home inspections. The home inspectors look behind the, the drywall. They put their little cameras back there. They can see if there's water stains, issues like that. They've never flooded in all these years. Why are they required to pay flood insurance? You know, we, we run into that all the time. Those exact scenarios that you're talking about with people who have owned their home for forever and never had a flood, uh, but yet they're still required. And the reasoning is it's, it's a difficult process. The, the task that FEMA is given is to try to accurately model the entire United States. You know, you're talking hundreds of millions of properties across the country that they're trying to accurately model what's going to happen in the 100-year storm. The 100-year storm is the storm that, you know, historically was the worst storm that we've had in 100 years for a given area, you know, where the water is going to go during that storm. Right. So, so 
so that's why they're required is, you know, FEMA does their, they do their flood plain modeling and they do, you know, different studies and they determine that that area is prone to flooding. Um, and like I said, they're not always accurate. It's such a monumental task. It's impossible to be accurate uh, on, a, on a, you know, micro level, on a property by property level. Wow. That's, you know, that's why that was why I was in such a hellfired rush to get going on this episode as soon as I heard Diane's. I think the next call I made was I was on the phone with you going, Brad, please <laughs> clear your schedule. I got to record this episode. This is awesome. So when it comes, you're talking about determination. Who actually determines if a flood property is in a flood zone? Is it the city or the state or FEMA or I've heard different it's a little, it's Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Uh, FEMA works with the individual municipalities. So whether it's the city, the county, the parish, whoever it is, they work with them to get the best information that they have. Uh, and then ultimately it's decided by FEMA what is and what is not a flood zone. But they work directly with municipalities to come up with the best, the most accurate model that they can. So it's determined ultimately by FEMA with the help of the local, local municipalities. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Now, I never really thought it was possible that a homeowner could challenge FEMA's flood zone determination. How is this possible without having to hire a team of attorneys and get into lawsuits and city council meetings and all this good stuff? Yeah, yeah that's, that's the general misconception is, you know, I'm in a flood zone, you know, FEMA has spoken, there's nothing we can do about it. Um, it you know, how it's possible is FEMA recognizes that their, their process is not perfect. So they give, you know, a tool for, for engineers and licensed surveyors uh, who, who know what they're doing, who understand, you know, flood and flood risk and things like that. They give us a tool to, to essentially make their maps more accurate. Um, and that's what we do. We go in there and we look at it, uh, you know, piece-by-piece piece basis uh, with their help. I mean, everything that we do has a stamp of approval from FEMA. The, the letters that we get determining the final, you know, outcome of the property comes from FEMA. We're just helping them uh, come up with these determinations with our data, our studies, our engineering, our backup. So, you know, they... They rely on the engineers and the surveyors around the country to uh, to try and help them out. Really, is what it is. So you wind up you're not only an asset to the homeowner, the property owner. You're also an asset to FEMA and local municipalities because you can help them correct, which they openly admit is not a perfect science. It's a estimation. That's is that what you're saying? Absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it hurts them on their bottom line. You know, because we're, we're obviously taking away flood insurance premium with our with our work. But they recognize that if, if we can prove that it's in a low-risk area, then they were inadvertently or inaccurately charging these people for flood insurance over the years. And, you know, they're trying to do the best they can. So, yes, we are helping them out. Even though it does hurt their bottom line, they want to make it a fair system. Right. And I imagine that, you know, at, well, which well, I keep bringing it up and keep saying we're going to talk about it later, which we will here in a minute. But <laughs> with the... Uh, you know, when the flood insurance goes away, it opens up more properties for sale. It increases uh, demand in those areas, so people are going to more people going to want to buy, which is going to raise property values. Therefore, raise property tax, so the local and state governments are going to receive some benefit as that for that as well. So, I think that's awesome across the board. It's it's a win 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 for everybody. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, with uh, the numbers that we found on it, I don't know if you want to wait late till later or not, but according to Realtor.org, for every five hundred dollars a flood insurance premium required, the value of the home drops by $10,000. So that hits right on what you're talking about there. If you're required to pay $1,000 a year in flood insurance, the value of your property is $20,000 less than your neighbor who might be out. So 
yeah, it has a significant impact all the way around uh, when, once we can get the determination. So I want to repeat that, sir, but make sure I'm clear. For every $500 of insurance, flood insurance, that a, a homeowner pays, it has a negative effect or a drop in their property value by $10,000. Yeah, that's, that's the numbers. We didn't make those up. We actually got those from Realtor.org, and that, that was their, their findings when, when this whole flood fiasco started with Bigger Waters a few years ago. Well, I don't doubt it because I was looking at a duplex last year to buy on the water as we were going to live in one side, rent the other, and my wife and I, and... You know, the the unsubsidized premium, it was $20,000 a year. I thought, well, there's no Ooh. way I could buy this and ever cash flow. It just doesn't make sense. And I looked at it every which way but Sunday. But And same situation. It was built in the 60s, never been flooded. You know, maybe, I don't know if it would have necessarily got out of the flood zone, but it maybe could have been changed a little bit or the, the risk had it could have been reduced. I don't know. A little late, somebody else bought it, and there you go. But. Um, you know, if a homeowner is removed from the flood zone, is there any requirement that FEMA, the FEMA flood map, be updated within a certain time period, or do they just go off their paperwork, or how does that work? Well, the way that it works is when we're done with our process, we're not changing the map. We do have a process that can change the map, but what we, what we do about 95% of the time is get an amendment to the map. So the letter you get from FEMA amends the current map. So basically it says that the map is accurate except, you know, these uh, below amendments to it, which are, you know, th- this property's out, this property's out, this property's out. So the map doesn't physically change uh, except when they redo the maps every 10 to 15 years, depending on your uh, your local municipality. Okay. But uh, the, the amendments stick. Hmm, okay. So I'm clear... The homeowner, once they're removed from the flood zone, they should share this with potential buyers, obviously, because the flood maps. So when I'm marketing a property for a seller, which I'm sure my phone's going to explode after this episode hits, you know, because one of the things I'm going to tell them is, hey, you know, how much are you paying for flood insurance? Well, I'm paying $1,000 a year. Well, then guess what? We just found $20,000 more money for your house. Exactly. And we're in a hot market. So let's get this thing going and get it get it sold if that's what you want to do, or for that matter... If they want to stay there, let's drop a thousand dollars off your your debt service per year. I mean, that's that's huge. So, yeah, I can see this as being a huge marketing tool for sellers and actually a, a ninja secret for investors and for buyers. If you know, if I'm a buyer looking for a property that I, I was currently not looking in the flood zone, I'm going to start immediately because now I can buy them at a dep- at a reduced rate because they're in the flood zone hire your company to get them, get me out of the flood zone after I close. And wow. Talk about a found equity in return. Yeah, exactly. Found equity is huge. Um, we, we just, uh, one of the questions I had was how does it affect property values? Obviously we've covered that one. I just want to say it again, $500 of flood premium equates to net. This is realtor.org. Brad did not make this up. Uh, $500 of flood insurance premium equates to $10,000 drop in property value. So you guys do the math. Look at your flood policy. Are you spending $2,000? So that's $40,000 price drop. Huge. Absolutely huge. You know, one of the things I've come across since I learned about this, and I immediately started putting it out to my buyers and sellers, a lot of homeowners, they don't have a copy of their elevation certificate or they don't know where to look for it. Is this something that's kept on public records in a lot of cases that you found? Or is it, how do they go about getting one if they don't have ready access to it? Sure, yeah, and it depends on the situation. With with a lot of the older homes, they've never been required to have one. So in those cases, it'll be difficult to find. But if 
if your home's had any improvements or was built within the last 20 or 25 years, you can generally find it through your local municipality. You can give them a call. A lot of them have online databases. Um, you can even call our company and, and ask us if we have a copy. We've got thousands of ECs, uh, elevation certificates on file that, you know, we've just kept over over the years. But uh, and if, if they don't have one, if one's never been done or, if, you know, it was done at closing in 1998 and nobody has a copy anymore, uh, our company does them as well. So we can always uh, get some surveyors out to the property and, you know, take care of it. Right now, when you talk about bringing the surveyors out, is there a fee for the, I mean, obviously they charge for the survey. Is there an extra fee for the elevation certificate or is it kind of all-encompassing? There's an extra fee for the elevation certificate. We'll, we'll bundle it together if, with the elevation certificate, we're able to actually get them out as well. Uh, but generally, just for an elevation certificate, it's 200 bucks. We'll get some guys out there. We'll take a look at it uh, for the elevation certificate, which, you know, what I've found a lot of times, even when we weren't able to get them removed, we still drop their flood premiums by, you know, $800,000, uh, especially a lot of those pre-firm 1960s, 1950s homes. Uh, that may be borderline, and we can't quite get them out, but we're still able to save them well over $1,000 a year, which obviously makes the investment of $200 uh, very worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's a great return on investment, absolutely. So how can your company as a whole help our listeners in regard to both flood and general homeowners insurance? Is it just flood insurance or general homeowners as well? Or Let's talk about that for we- a yeah, we just we just focus on flood insurance. What we do is, you know, we put our team together with that one goal in mind, knowing that if we only focus on that, we can do the best for our clients and let other companies, other insurance companies, uh, handle the other side of it. But with, with flood insurance, basically anyone who's required to carry flood insurance on their property, you know, we would like to take a look to see if we can help. Basically, you know, if, you, if you're a buyer, if you're a seller, if you're an investor, we'll look at it in your due diligence phase. Pretty much, we just want to be a tool for anyone who's required to carry it as part of their mortgage, or if they're just carrying it because they're they're cautious people and they want to know what their true risk is. Uh, that's why we're here. We're here to really try to minimize that financial burden that that comes along with with owning a property inside of a flood zone. Okay. Now, how much does it cost my listeners just to find out if you can help them or not? Is there? We'll, a, we'll take a look at everything. Uh, just for free. You know, we, we do our reviews for 100% so I'm free. sorry, did you say for free? We said, yes, correct. We will do the initial review for free. Huh. So, <laughs> so <laughs> doing it for free. Really, listeners, you guys are out there listening to this. I, I'm going to ask someone to call me and tell me why you wouldn't take up that offer. I mean, you're willing to look into it. I mean, I'm sure you can look at, well, if, you know, I'm a stilt house four miles out at sea, chances are we're not going to be able to help you. So that's a five-minute thing. But, Brad, your company is willing to help the listeners, absolutely no obligation, to determine if it's possible. And then if it is if it is possible, what's the next step? Okay. Yeah, the goal when I started this was to be 100% risk-free for the clients. Um, I recognize that it does sound almost too good to be true in a lot of cases. So to, to alleviate that fear that a lot of people have, I, I made it entirely risk-free, which is why we review it for free. Uh, and then our services are 100% guaranteed. So the next step, if you're a residential homeowner, uh, our fee is $500 one time to get them removed from the flood zone. 
if we're unable to do so for any reason, whatever, FEMA comes back and says, you know what, you didn't take into consideration this or that, and we're not going to remove it, we refund any of the money that we've taken. So our services are free to look at, 100% guaranteed. Okay, so I call you on the phone. I give you my address, 123 Anywhere Street. You tell me, mm-hmm. go, no go. Uh, can't help you, and then we're done. And you say, well, I think I can help you. So then I write you a check for 500 bucks, or pay for a credit card or whatever. You go make it, see if you can make it happen. For some reason, FEMA decides that it's not going to work, and I've already paid my 500 bucks. I get my 500 bucks back, 100% of that. Yep, correct. Because we've, you know, and, and we've done, I think, about 800 of these now. So, I mean, in that time, I think I've only had to refund about 10 total. So we're, we're at, you know, roughly 99% success rate. Once we determine that it can get out, it's, it's very rare that we are wrong. Uh, so offering that guarantee gives the homeowner a little bit of uh, comfort, and we know that, you know, our initial assessment is almost always correct. Okay. Let's talk about commercial property because I know this comes up a lot. Um, commercial property. Does this service also apply to commercial properties? It does. It does. It's a, it's a very similar process. Um, the only difference is pricing. Um, you know, we can, you know, whether it's multifamily homes, strip centers, you know, massive office complexes, it doesn't really matter. We, we base our pricing based off of uh, savings. So if we're able to save someone... Fifteen hundred bucks in their flood insurance for the first year. Our fee is fifteen hundred bucks, okay. and uh, that's because basically it costs them nothing over a thirty-day period. If they're carrying flood insurance right now and they paid their premium six months ago, we get them out, and say it was that same fifteen hundred dollar property. After about thirty days, they get refunded their entire year's premium in full. Who, so who refunds them? You do. Their insurance company. Their insurance. See, that's, not, that's another something new I learned. The insurance company refunds them 100% of their premium, essentially during the fact. I don't want to say after the fact, but during the fact. You know, you're in this year, $1,500, like you said, is what your premium is. You get them out of the flood zone. They get a check back from their insurance company for the 1500 making your service free. Exactly. That's, that's oh. exactly it. They... They refund every. They've got some fees in there that they will not refund. But you know, essentially, it's a hundred percent of their premium. You get refunded back in full, regardless of where you are in the policy period, whether you're in month one or month eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our, like you said, our services are free pretty much for commercial uh, businesses and you know residential people make money on it. But, so that's the fifteen hundred applies to commercial property, multifamily, restaurants, uh, things like that. And the 500 applies to residential property, whether it's owned by an investor or not, doesn't matter. Just so I'm clear, it's $500 for a residential single-family property, 1500 or whatever the amount of the, the flood policy is, the savings that you're able to offer them equates to the fee for a commercial property, correct? Correct. Yep. Okay. And, you know, some of, some of the examples of that is we recently got a strip center out. Uh, they were paying six grand in flood insurance every year, uh, and we were able to get them out. They saved six grand, you know, and that goes right down to their net operating income. So the value of that property just skyrocketed, much less our services, you know, being free because they get their check back for that six grand about 30, 35 days later. Yeah, I think I want to go buy that duplex now. (laughs) You you know, yeah, exactly. Like you said, not sure if we can get it out, but we could always take a look. Well, but I can call you, you can tell me, and and then I'll go buy it. (laughs) Exactly. 
So that, that brings up a good point. My next thing is because I know buyers are going to ask me, you're out looking for a house. You identify a house you're going to buy. You write a contract. The contract is approved. Can you do this service for a buyer of a property that has not yet taken ownership? Can you, will you verify that you can get them out before they buy? Yes. Okay. We, in, a, in a lot of situations, it depends on a lot of factors, but um, usually we're able to get it done before closing. There are cases where it can take up to 60 days to actually get the property removed, in which case, you know, you start really pushing into that kind of a timeline. Right. But in general, yes, you know, if, if someone's under contract and they want to move forward, I had one just yesterday. They're under contract for a home down in uh, Seminole, and we we're able to get them out. So when they're, they're going to closing, and as opposed to pay, purchasing flood insurance, they produce their letter of map amendment. The mortgage company no longer requires them to carry the flood insurance. So they closed for, I think it was $1,900 less than they would have closed previously. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's wow. Every, every buyer, every seller, every real estate agent, every title company, every mortgage lender out there needs to be listening to this. Heck, every insurance agent, I'm going to call my insurance guy, and, and get, he's going to have to listen to this because this is going to blow his mind. Uh, yep. Which, my, my best referral partners are insurance agents who, who truly have their client's best interest in mind. Uh, because they know the whole situation, and they, you know, the, the insurance agents that are out there with, that are doing the right thing, uh, they're they're great partners for me, and I've had a lot of success in helping them help their clients. That's great. Now, if a homeowner's had a flood claim in the past, can you still get them out? No, I cannot. Okay. Do and you, yeah. Do you have a Go way ahead. to check? Like, let's say I buy a house now. I've owned it for five years, but there was a flood claim ten years ago. I'm obviously not going to know that claim existed. Is it somehow tied in the records of the property, or how, how does that work? It, it is tied in. If, if FEMA has ever had to pay out on a claim for the property at any time since the NFIP existed, it is in their records. And you can always call them up and ask, say, hey, I'm purchasing X or Y property, and it's located in a flood zone. Can you tell me if there was ever a flood claim on this property? And they will tell you whether or not there has been. So NFIP, for those of you who don't know, is National Flood Insurance. Is it plan, Brad, or program? Program. National Flood Insurance Program. Um, you can pick up the phone, call them, give them the address of the property you're looking to buy. They will be able to check and see if it's ever had a claim that they've paid out on. And do you know how long, how far back that goes, that, that database? It depends on the area. It, it's tied in with when they did the original map for your area. Uh, Pinellas County is the early 70s, depending on where you are. Hillsborough is the early 80s. So it depends on where you're at, but that's as far back as their claims go, is, is the inception of the program for that area. Okay, and your service is available anywhere in the U.S., correct? Correct. I mean, if, yeah. I, got, if I got a house in Rhode Island, we're good. Yeah, I was, uh, before we got on this interview, uh, I was working on a home here in Maine. So, okay. yep, we can do it anywhere. All right. What sort of success? I know we touched on it a little bit earlier, but what sort of success rate do you think you've had overall getting people out of the, the flood zones? Sure. If you if you look at the number of properties that we reviewed and the ones that we can get out, we're right about at fifty percent. Okay. That's you know half of the properties that are out there that are zoned into a flood zone we found to be incorrect. So you know it ends up being you know, millions of people that are out there that we can help. And then once we decide yes or no, uh, our yeses are about 99%. So if you look at about half the different properties that are out there, we found that we can get out. And there are some areas that 
have a you know very very low success rate. You know the barrier islands here on the west coast of Florida uh, have a very low rate. Um, but you know once you start moving inland, you you get up in that sixty, seventy, eighty percent of the time we're able to help. Well, yeah, I see neighborhoods like up in Pasco County, for example, a lot of neighborhoods, little houses, and if you look at the flood map, you know, one inch of this property is in a flood zone, but then this whole other street isn't, and then you go over 10 feet to the right, and you're back in a flood zone again, and it's it's mind-blowing. And we've looked at a couple, the, the buyer actually, Sarah, that, that introduced us, we were looking at a house for her, and a couple feet of it was in a flood zone. It's like, well, okay. Uh, we, of course, we didn't know about you, but then, and that would have been a different story, so that's that's good to know. Um, is there any risk? I mean, is there any risk to the service that you offer? I mean, what ha- we talked about, there's 100% guarantee or your money back. So there essentially is absolutely no risk whatsoever. Yeah, the only risk out there would be if you hired us to do an elevation certificate and it turns out that your home is just significantly lower than, than base flood. And, okay. you know, that would be the risk of that $200 in that service. But once you once we're actually into the letter of map amendment, you know, those services, there, there's no risk to the client. The only uh, risk at that point after which is whether or not they choose to carry flood insurance. And that's a decision that, you know, we ask that they make on their own with their insurance agent. But uh, with, with our services, there's, like I said, when I started this, I wanted to be absolutely no risk to the clients. I, you know, I feel that I provide phenomenal service and i sleep great at night and i want to keep it that way yeah i feel compelled after this episode to get on craigslist and facebook and just start telling everybody as soon as we get this well feel free i'm yeah. all for you doing it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um one of the questions from start to finish i know we touched on this a little bit earlier but for rule of thumb what should i tell my clients and my investors and my listeners to expect as an average reasonable time turnaround time is it is it safe to say 30 days 60 days what's a reasonable expectation you know it it, it, it's such a different there's there's two different areas that we have to play in and that's that's why it's difficult to give a time frame we do our general our initial review within 24 hours uh after that i will also be able to give you a a time frame on how long the process will take uh on our on the easy properties the quicker the quicker properties we tell people we can have it done within about 10 business days uh, sometimes a lot sooner. On the more difficult properties, if they're located in a VE zone or if it was, you know, a couple other different things, you know, it can take up to 60 days to have it done. But, you know, after that first initial review that, you know, that we get done within 24 hours, I, I try to give an expectation at that point of how long we think the process will take. Okay. Sounds good. And Brad, I got to tell you, I really appreciate you taking the time today to help our listeners learn to earn more money by saving a ton of money on their flood insurance. Now, normally in this podcast, we're flat out teaching people how to earn money with, with real estate investing. And here's a way they can earn money with really out having to do anything but simply making a phone call. I think that's pretty cool. So here's the most important part. How do we get a hold of you to get things started? I know how to get a hold of you because you're on the line with me, but how do with the listeners, what's the best way to reach out to your company, web, phone number, all that to get started? Yeah, our, Absolutely. Uh, and it's been my pleasure, by the way. Um, our website is www.nationalfloodexperts.com. And from there, you can always navigate around and find different forms or contact us. But uh, our phone number at the office is 
1-800-273-0396. And you can always email uh, support at nationalfloodexperts.com. And either myself or one of our analysts will, you know, get right on that and get back to you with, with our review or whatever questions you may have. All right. So just so the listeners are clear, nationalfloodexperts.com, nationalfloodexperts.com. Toll-free line is one 800 Five six one zero three nine six. That's one eight hundred five six one zero three nine six. Brad, again, I thank you so much for coming on the show. And as always, to my listeners out there, if you have questions about this, you want to find out more information, you can email Brad directly at support s u p p o r t at national flood insurance or I'm sorry, nationalfloodexperts.com. If you have questions about the show, you have additional information that you want us to talk about, and uh, to increase your learning knowledge, get out there to learn to earn, please drop me an email, info at cashflowguys.com. That's info at cashflowguys.com. Or you can call me directly at 727-417-9803. And as always, visit our website, cashflowguys.com. If you're hearing this on iTunes, please go ahead and subscribe to the show. That'll uh, improve our ratings a little bit there with iTunes and get more listeners. The more listeners we have, the more information we can put out to you. So thanks for joining us today, folks, and we hope you have a great day. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.